Hey everybody, welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indie Podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll of valleyindie.org. Today I am talking about statements made at the end of the May 18th meeting of the Derby Board of Apportionment and Taxation. Hopefully you read the story on valleyindie.org. I don't know, maybe not. It would help if you read it for some context. But anyway, on May 18th, after numerous meetings, the adoption of a preliminary budget, and a sparsely attended public hearing on said budget, the board voted to set the Derby budget starting July 1st, and it lasts for one year, at $47,387,577. The mill rate was set at 38.6, a five mil drop from the mill rate currently in place. Real quick here, to figure out your tax bill, go get your last tax bill, your most recent property tax bill, then find out your latest assessment because this is a reval year by visiting derby.maxpreps.net. Then enter in your address. That's a online assessor's database. It'll have new assessments up there with your property. Multiply your latest assessment you found at that website by 38.6, then divide by 1,000. That's your new bill you'll get in July. Compare it. With your last bill. Then you see taxes go up, stay the same, went down. All right, that's that. One member of the Derby Tax Board, Brian Capolo, voted against accepting $47.3 million as revenue in the Derby budget. Capolo, a Democrat, said that the city of Derby will not be receiving $1.2 million in quote-unquote distressed municipality funding from the state of Connecticut. I should note right off the bat that every town in the Valley that I've encountered adopts a budget long before the state adopts a budget. Municipal, municipal budgets, excuse me, are forecasts. With that being said, here is a clip from the May 18th meeting during which Coppola raises his point. First clip is about 50 seconds long. Here we go. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so the distressed municipality, um, doing some research, uh, I discovered that that has not gone to um, the legislative branch of the state. That is not being entertained. So that $1,123,000 is not, not going to pass. We are not going to be getting that. Um, also, I believe that there are some issues with the pilot funding. Uh, if we could go back and look at those proper numbers and get the uh, mayor's confirmation on that. But, but most importantly, that distressed municipality is, is not going to be approved by the legislation and we will not be getting that money. Okay, so what you'll hear next is the reaction of Judy Chef check. She is the chairwoman of the Derby Tax Board. And just FYI, in terms of the tax board process, it starts like back in January. Each department comes to the tax board and says, here's what I need to run my department in the fiscal year starting July 1st. Uh, and at this point, 
during this meeting, they're just about done. It's the end of the process. At the point in this meeting, they've already voted to accept the expenditures in the new budget. And so this is being raised as they're trying to vote on revenue coming into the city. The only thing left after this was to set the mill rate. So it's the end of the line here. Uh, all right, let me see here. Here is Judy and Brian further discussing this issue. Okay, and so who is who is saying that it will not be approved? The actual, if they haven't voted on it yet, just to be curious. Just to well, just going through just going through the the, the order of, of process. Um, it was not voted in legislation and therefore it cannot be passed. They're, they're not voting on the gubernatorial um, distress municipality relief. Okay, and that's as of when, Brian? Uh, I'm sorry, one more time? That's as of when? That has since they've been in a holding office or since they've been uh, um, holding court, so to speak. Um, during yeah, during these past few months, they haven't they haven't entertained that gubernatorial uh, um, fund. Okay, so what I believe Brian is saying here, and I don't I don't cover state government every day, so I'm not going to pass myself off as an expert. I'm just relaying what was said. I believe what Brian is saying here is that back in January or February, you know, the governor unveils a budget to big big to do. But the legislators in Hartford have been changing around, coming up with some of their own proposals, keeping some stuff in, throwing other stuff out. So Brian's saying that the $1.2 million in distressed municipality funding from Lamont's budget is not under consideration at the moment by lawmakers in Hartford. So literally, as he was saying this during this meeting, May 18th, I emailed State Rep. Rochelle, State Senator Cabrera, and state rep Clarence Dietrich to fact check Brian's statements. Kind of didn't want that just to hang out there. And it sounded like there wasn't a definitive answer going to be coming during this particular meeting. So I didn't hear back from Rochelle or Cabrera. It's, it's Friday, 2 p.m. as I record this. Clarence Dietrich sent an email to me during the tax board meeting and said, quote, I haven't heard anything different, nothing about changing criteria for distressed municipalities. So here is more from the tax board meeting where they discuss this a little further. Okay. Um, well, that's not matching the information I'm getting. So uh, I don't know if at this point in time, I mean, as late as last week, uh, it was stated that we were in line for that. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm wondering if this was just something that's happened like in the last week and then it would be something we would know about. Well, is, is the mayor on? I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to fast forward a bit here. Let me see if I can do this correctly because the mayor does come on. I want to go to 0239. Sorry, I got to speak this point, this part out loud. Technology. By the way, this is a recording from a Zoom meeting by the way, uh, Derby is still doing that. I'm not sure how long, how much longer they will. I'm a big fan because it's much more transparent to have these meetings online the next day. All right. I found it. I'll stop vamping. Here we go. So now uh, mayor Zekin comes on the line and talks with Coppola about this point. Are, we are covered. 
And, and I, I get Thank you, I get I'm here. Okay. Okay. Did you want to speak to that, uh, Mayor? Yeah, it came, it, it came from his friend and uh, from the senators and the House people that that's coming down. So if he got some new inside information for us, I would love to hear it. But from Kara and the rest of them, they all said this is coming down the pipe and, you know, we'll previous administrations has all uh, built all this sort of revenue so I, I, I'm, I'm kind of confused unless he has that inside information here and he wants to fill it out for us I'd love to hear it no no more than the information I just said that this hasn't even gone to the floor to even vote on so it won't be included this 1 million we might see increases in pilot funding but we will not see this distressed municipality number at all okay all right, from, from the senators and the House speaker, or the House uh, people we were talking to, that uh, contradicts it. So, uh, and that's from the Democrats, too. So I'm, I'm, I'm very confused on that. Oh. No inside information. This is part of, you know, the, this is on the public floor. All right. Well, this is apparently something we all miss, Brian. But my understanding is, even if we didn't have that, we are still... We are still having the funding necessary to, to do everything we're doing. It's not going to put us in a bad position. All right. So there's Mayor Zekin's response and Chairwoman Shevchek, you heard there. This is the May 18th meeting of the Derby Tax Board, uh, by the way. So this conversation goes on for about another 11 minutes or so. Derby School Superintendent Matthew Conway weighs in with some info. Drew Backlick, the mayor's chief of staff, talks. So at the end of this podcast, in a few minutes, I will play the entire exchange to close out this episode of Naval Gazing so that nothing's taken out of context. Uh, eventually, the, the board voted to include the $1.2 million in the budget, despite Brian's warnings. Backlick said the budget doesn't include about $3 million or $3.6 million in federal aid that was recently passed on the federal level. So even if the $1.2 million doesn't come through, it won't have a major impact on the adopted budget as a whole, according to the Zekin administration. Now, so this was all Tuesday. I'm recording this on Friday. I gave a few days for all this to settle. And Friday morning, I checked back because this was sort of a loose end in the story. I emailed uh, Representative Rochelle and Senator Cabrera, who I understand are up to their ears in legislative business. Uh, but anyway, I, I emailed them again to fact check Brian's statement because, like I said, it's a loose end in, in, in my story and I was wondering about it. I also emailed Mayor Zekin and Andrew Backlick to see if they had any additional or new info. So Mayor Zekin on Friday shared with me an email he had just come across from Senator, Senator Cabrera. And the email was sent Tuesday, May 18th at 1.30 p.m., according to what I saw. That's about five hours or so prior to the May 18th tax board meeting, the clips of which you've just listened to. The email was sent to the mayor, Chairwoman Shevchak, and CC to State Rep. Rochelle and State Rep. Mary Wielander. She also represents Derby up there in Hartford. And I'll read it to you, all right? You ready? Honorable Mayor Rich Zekin and Ms. Judy Shevchak, we hope that you are well. We wanted to reach out to you as legislative business unfolds in Hartford. As you may know, a clear budget picture has yet to emerge as the legislative process proceeds. While we continue to work toward making sure Derby receives its fair share of funding, 
We cannot say at this point with any degree of certainty what the final level of funding will be until the legislative session adjourns on June 9th. Therefore, we respectfully recommend that you do not use the governor's proposed budget when crafting Derby's budget. A more accurate reflection, though not a final number, of municipal aid is what came out of the Appropriations Committee, which has yet to be confirmed by the full legislature and may still be adjusted through the budget negotiation process. Should you have further questions, we are always available and happy to work with local officials to best serve the public. That's from George Cabrera, Cara Rochelle, and Mary Wielander. So I read that email. I emailed Mayor Zekin back and basically asked, doesn't that email from the three state politicians back up what Coppola was trying to say at Tuesday's tax board meeting? Zekin said that the 1.23, sorry, 1 million whatever, $1.23 million included in the budget was based on forecasts from the Connecticut Conference of Municipalities, which were provided to him. And that's CCM. That's an advocacy group for towns and cities. Visit them at uh, www.ccm.ct.org to learn more. Uh, So it was based on them, CCM, and previous conversations about state aid with Derby's representatives in Hartford. Andrew Backlick, the mayor's chief of staff, forwarded me a CCM document that had been sent to him from April 22nd, showing an estimate of what Derby was expecting from the distressed municipality funding, and CCM showed $1.23 million. Backlick said in his email, this is the information the mayor used to craft his budget in addition to the conversations he had with state legislators. The Appropriations Committee numbers are the ones we were told to utilize. But the CCM document, and I pointed this out to Andrew Backlick, says on April 21st, 2021, the Appropriations and Finance Committee proposed their state budget for fiscal year 22, below are the estimates. Cabrera's May 18th email indicates, quote, a more accurate reflection, though not a final number, of municipal aid is what came, past tense, came, out of the Appropriations Committee, which is yet to be confirmed, blah, blah, blah. So I emailed CCM and Senator Cabrera again to see if a number other than the $1.23 million that's been thrown around has emerged at this point, even if it's been penciled in from the state legislature's Appropriations Committee. I also wrote Andrew Backlick back, questioning whether the CCM info was stale at this point, even though... It was just under a month old. Uh, but, you know, there's a member of the Derby Tax Board saying this money is definitely not coming. And Backlick said, unfortunately, with the timing of Derby's budget deadlines, we have been forced to make these types of assumptions for years. There has always been the potential that the state revenue is not realized to the exact dollar of what is proposed. Based on history, though, the city is comfortable with the current assumptions. It, also, it is also important to note that the tax board chose not to account for the revenue we expect from the Federal Rescue Act, which has been estimated at $3.6 million for Derby. Uh, some more back and forth, and then Andrew Backlick checked with CCM on Friday to see if they had any new or different information about this distressed municipality funding that was a, it was a subject uh, 
brought up at the end of that May 18th tax board meeting. So on Friday, CCM emailed Drew Backlick, and it says, Backlick, by the way, is the mayor's chief of staff. Hi, Drew. The estimates we provided last month are the ones from the Appropriation of Finance Committee's proposals. The pilot funding was part of the Appropriations Committee's package. I haven't gotten into the pilot stuff. That's a whole other thing. The distressed municipality, this is back to the letter, quote, the distressed municipality funding is a little trickier. Half of it comes from the Finance Committee package. The other half is supposed to come from the Coronavirus Relief Fund. Because of this, I am less certain about where things stand with that funding. So I then emailed Mr. Backlick and asked what happens if the $1.23 million the city is literally counting on from the state does not arrive. And he said we would use other revenue to cover the expenses like a portion of the $3.6 million I mentioned earlier. Whew. So again, I just wanted to attempt to tie up that loose end. I'm sure the information has probably changed as I've recorded this. But that's that. That's what I have as of 2.06 p.m. Friday, May 21st. Now, I will bid you adieu, but for your listening pre- pleasure, here is the entire discussion on this matter from the May 18th Derby Tax Board meeting. Which I could say uh, listening pleasure without stuttering. But anyway, see you soon. Oh, Absolutely. Okay, so the distressed municipality, um, doing some research, uh, I discovered that that has not gone to um, the legislative branch of the state. That is not being entertained. So that $1,123,000 is not not going to pass. We are not going to be getting that. Um, Also, I believe that there are some issues with the pilot funding. Uh, if we could go back and look at those proper numbers and get the uh, mayor's confirmation on that. But, but most importantly, that distressed municipality is, is not going to be approved by the legislation and we will not be getting that money. Okay. And so who is, who is saying that it will not be approved? The actual, if they haven't voted on it yet, just to be curious. Just to well, just going through, just going through the, the, the order of, of process, um, it was not voted in legislation and therefore it cannot be passed. They're, they're not voting on the gubernatorial um, distress municipality relief. Okay, and that's as of when, Brian? Uh, I'm sorry, one more time? That's as of when? That has since they've been in a holding office or since they've been uh, um, holding court, so to speak. Um, Kind of during crazy. yeah, d- during these past few months, they haven't they haven't entertained that gubernatorial uh, um, fund. Okay, um, well that's not matching the information I'm getting. So uh, I don't know if at this point in time, I mean, as late as last week, uh, it was stated that. We were in line for that. That's why I'm wondering if this was just something that's happened like in the last week and then it would be something we would know about. Well, is, is the mayor on? I don't know. Let's see. I don't believe he is. 
No, I don't. Know. All right. Uh, my understanding, and all I can do is is state my understanding is that none of the revenue figures given by the state are etched in stone yet. But when we get all of our ducks in a row and look at our funds, we are we are covered. And, and I, I get Thank I you, get I'm here. Okay. Okay. Did you want to speak to that, uh, Mayor? Yeah, it came, it, it came from his friend and uh, from the senators and the House people that that's coming down. So if he got some new inside information for us, I would love to hear it. But from Kara and the rest of them, they all said this is coming down the pipe. And, you know, well, previous administrations has all uh, built all this for the revenue. So I, I, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Unless he has inside information here and he wants to fill it out for us, I'd love to hear it. No, no more than the information I just said, that this hasn't even gone to the floor to even vote on. So it won't be included, this 1123000 We might see increases in pilot funding, but we will not see this distressed municipality number at all. Okay. All right. From, from the senators and the House speaker, or the House uh, people we were talking to, that uh, contradicts it. So, uh, and that's from the Democrats too. So I'm, I'm, I'm very confused on that. Oh, no inside information. This is part of, you know, the, this is on the public floor. All right. Well, this is apparently something we all miss, Brian, but my understanding is even if we didn't have that, we are still, we are still having the funding necessary to, to do everything we're doing. It's not going to put us in a bad position. Uh, I've been doing this now for, I think, 19 years, and never is the revenue set before we do our budget. And now our budget's even earlier than before, so. I understand that, Judy, I do. But uh, you okay. gotta think about this, this year has uh, new precedence with- Yeah, it does, there's more money, Brian, program. this year. The new precedence this year is there was more money. Or so possibly this year, not. I would be least worried about it than I ever have been, so. I can only go, this is my understanding. This is what I have checked with everyone because I don't want to go out on a limb myself. And this is the only instance, and we're hearing this at the last minute. So it's up to the board. If the board uh, thinks that this is, you know, then they have to vote their, what they're thinking. So Judy, you don't, you don't agree with the, the information? No, because it's not what I've heard. To me, until the Congress, until the legislature is adjourned, there's anything can happen. And everything has happened in the past. Like right, I said, but I'm doing if, this it for wasn't a long time. if it wasn't entertained on the floor at all, it, it's not it's not gonna find its way back in after after this. So Judy, can I ask, Judy, if I don't, if, sorry to interject here, but can I ask uh, the mayor or the mayor's office representation uh, when the last time they've heard any update on it? In the last, last week with the CCM was also pushing this through. Um, in the last we've heard from our senator and our house people up there. So, like I said, unless you got something very inside within the last couple of days, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'd like to hear it, Brian. Mayor, uh, Andrew Backlow, Chief of Staff. And I, I'm, I'm going to also add, 
uh, Dr. Conway usually has his finger on the pulse of Hartford to, to interject on this, but I'm just going to say the last information we got from CCM has said that the state has designated the city of Derby to be a distressed municipality. And as a result, Derby is receiving an additional $1,123,197, according to the latest numbers. Um, and 50% of that will be funded from the state's share of the federal COVID relief or CRF program. And 50% will come from state bond funds. So that's the latest information I have. And Doc, uh, do you have anything different on that or new or, or anything to corroborate one side or the other? I'm sorry to put you on the spot if you don't. That's okay. Uh, no, I did just confirm when I heard Brian talk, and, and Brian just sent you a copy of the bill uh, just to ensure we were talking about the, the same legislation. So Bill 6516, uh, which I just passed on, uh, sent you in a text, Brian, is, uh, is already signed by the governor. So that's the bill with the tiered, the three tiers for the pilot funding uh, that uh, Chief of Staff was just referring to. In, and it was approved by Appropriations Committee as well uh, for the funding. So the next step in this process that hasn't even begun yet and won't, probably won't begin possibly for another two weeks is the, uh, you know, the revenue and the expenditure side of this. So right. what's going to happen over the next several weeks before the first week in June is negotiations on here's what the the bills that have passed here's what and this one's already been signed by the governor 6516 and here's what's been approved by the appropriations committee now based upon our revenue and they don't even have that final count yet of what their revenue will be but in the coming weeks they will once they determine what their actual revenue is they'll make final decisions on what to fund that passed out of appropriations right so doctor but but my concern is that the bill is not funded and has you know well, may not be funded 100 that it it is not nothing none no bills are funded at this point so but it wasn't a pro. But my 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 point is that it was not approved by the appropriation committee. It was approved by appropriations committee. So uh, three weeks ago. So Ian signed by the governor. So all of that has already taken place. So it is an actual bill signed by the governor. The next step, as with many bills that have passed over the past couple of weeks, we now have to attach the funding to it so that's the next step in, in the legislative process and it always happens at the end of a session but it's let's look at our revenue and let's look what we can now fund for the bills that have passed so it has passed it has been signed and i know it sounds crazy to do that before you actually identify the funding but it does happen often in in the legislature so um this along with other bills have been passed without actual funding uh the funding source identified that's what they're going to do over the next several weeks up until that first week in june is identify those those funding sources for these different bills so uh, again nothing is guaranteed but it has passed it has been signed by the governor it is law it now just has to get we just now have to find the funding for it and whether they do that between now and the end of the session is is what the question is. My, my but they haven't even going begun to be an that. Unfunded mandate, doctor, uh, and this is, no this is a very large it. number to be to, to be dealing with. And I I 100% agree, Brian. It definitely is an is right now an, an unfunded mandate, no question about it. But just just simply for clarification, it it is passed. It is law, 
It's just unfunded right now. You're 100% correct. Well, if, if this and goes sideways, you're right. it, it may go not be three mils. So I, I agree there with, with that too. So if, and, and I don't want to get into the boat's business, but we, we always, every, every municipality is passing their budget based upon um, uh, information only, nothing solid in terms of confirmed. And that's even with our own budget. So even if you even think about the school budget, you're, you're passing it right now with the understanding that if they fund it, we're expected to get 299 from the state, but that may not happen either. All of that, all of that approval will come at the same time as 60, as the funding for 6516 for the pilot money. How about, because I think Brian is mentioning the distressed municipalities. That's not in the 6516, is it? That is. So that is in 6516. So as well. that part of what Brian, and I don't want to speak for Brian at all. Brian is correct that they have not approved the funding source. They have approved the distressed municipalities. They have approved the three tiers. Everything that's in 6516 has all been approved and signed by the governor. The piece that's missing, as it is even with our own education funding bill, the piece that's missing is where is that money coming from? So they, the, the House and the Senate both have to pass a budget that will either include that funding or not include that funding. The same as they'll have to pass that same budget that will either include ECS dollars or not include ECS dollars. And this is what we go through Every year, every year. Um, because we, you know, every municipality passes their budget before the state passes theirs. So it is a risk. So just, just to reiterate, reiterate what we're saying, we usually, we do this all the time, pretty much, that we get, yes. a, we think that it's, we hope that it's reliable. Most of the time it is reliable and that's just the information that we have to go with. And yes, that's, that's all correct, we can and this Brian, is not, Brian does have a good is, point. If I could just say that, that we are building a budget based upon, uh, you know, there is risk involved. Correct. Brian does bring up an accurate point, but again, this is what the board has done on precedent many of years as well. That, That's what every board does. It's the way the state's set up, with their timing versus what they expect the municipalities to do, we don't have much choice and we have to know where to draw the line. We don't want to be too risky, but we don't want to hold back. I agree with you, Judy. I do. But I'm saying that if we accept this is true, this unfunded money, then then we, we can have a. 150000 dollars. It's $750,000 for every mill rate. So it's not going to go up three mills if that's not the case. Yeah. It, it's maybe one and a quarter to one and a half tops. Madam Chair. Yes. I'm sorry. Chief of Staff, just real quick, one other point I'd like to make. Sure. I think this, the, the tax board was very responsible in not including any of the American Rescue Act money that we we're potentially expecting from the feds. And we know that's going to come down. We don't know that amount. As of today, we're being told that that's $3.6 million. Now, there'll be a lot of rules for that as to how it can be used and everything else. But to your point earlier, this is this is the year that we're anticipating a lot of additional revenue from various sources. We did not include any of that 3.6 million in this year's budget. So I just want the board to keep that in mind as well. That's going to be coming down, and there's been talk by the aldermen of forming uh, a committee to discuss how that is going to be expended uh, over the next however long of. Period. 
have to expend it. So keep keep that number in your head as well, that there's an additional 3.6 or so that's not in this at all. Yeah, there's just, a, there's a lot of money this year. There's a lot of, and it's always, it's always at risk. It just seems riskier this year, perhaps, because it's more money this year. But it's, it's, I don't see anything really different than, and I hate the system the way it is, but I don't do my own personal budgeting in this way. Um, so I think at this point, just to see where we're at, I'd like to take a vote. Uh, in fact, we took a vote, but I had an abstention. So, uh, Louise, on the vote to accept the $47,387,577, could you please take a roll call? Certainly. Mr. Bowers? Yes. Mr. Butler? Mr. Butler? Yes. Thank you. Mr. Carloni? Yes. Mr. Capolo? No. Mr. Forte? Yes. Mr. Gray? Yes. Mr. Malerba? Yes. Ms. Pertoso? Yes. Mr. Palastro? Yes. Ms. Sevchek? I don't need to vote. So uh, the motion is passed eight to one.